You're now listening to Kingdom Empowerment Center's Empowerment Podcast. I heard that in my spirit. Deep calling to deep. When they released that, Sister Leslie released that. I think somebody was, I can't remember who else was saying it, but they, they heard it in the spirit. God is calling this house deeper. But can I say this? It's probably not the way you think. I started a word, if you were on the call Tuesday morning, and I talked about it again on, I did a late night call Tuesday night going into the new year. Because the Holy Spirit put this on my heart and said, Lorraine, this is key for this house. My title is going to be this for the next four or five weeks. Words matter. Ah, oh, you didn't hear me. Simple. Words matter. Somebody say words matter. What you say about God matters. What you say about yourself matters. What you say about others matters. What you say about your church matters. What you say about the leadership in the church matters. What you say about our nation what you say about your boss, what you say about your family. Words matter. What you say about your future, what you say about your destiny, what you say about your past matters. And it's going to be critical that we discern not just this year but over this decade what to say and when to say it and when to be quiet y'all hear me so I'm going to take you to some scripture this morning we're going to look at the word. So I need you to take out your Bibles, your pen, your tablet. I need you to take notes. I didn't hear but one amen. Because you know what? Because, oh, I can remember. That's a lie. That's a lie. Stop it. Show God I want to go deep. Show God I'm interested in your word, God. You're taking the time to be here on a Sunday. Well, show God. God, I want, I'm going to become truly a disciple of you, God. So I need you to get some paper. 
If you don't got paper, you got a phone. And on your cell phone, I think everybody got a little notes or so, at least an iPhone. They got a section where you have notes. You can put it there. Samsung too, thank you. Oh, excuse me, Samsung people. Oh, okay. I don't know, do Android folks have that too? Oh, oh, okay, all right. Android people get a little snooty, yes. So y'all got something. Because it's going to be key. The Lord said, let folks know. Let, don't, don't play with this. This is key. This is key. You need to take notes. You need to write this down. And I don't often say that to you, do I? But I'm telling you today, write it down. Because why? You need to study it. You need to go over it again. Words. Father, thank you for your word today. For the entrance of your word is light and life. So Lord, right now, by the power of the Holy Spirit, speak through me. And give us ears to hear what the Spirit of the Lord is saying. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. I want you first to write down Proverbs 18 and 21. We're going to go there. Proverbs 18, 21. Let's move. Let's hit this thing. Proverbs 18, 21. You've heard this scripture, some of you, scripture may be familiar, might not, but some it might be new. Death and life are in the power of the tongue. And those who love it, who love what? Love the tongue, will eat its fruit. Let me say that again. Death and life are in the power of your tongue. And if you love your tongue, you're going to eat some fruit from your tongue. Death and life are in the power. That word power means literally it's in the hand. It's in the dominion of your tongue. It's in the force of your tongue. Death and life are in the dominion of the tongue. Death and life are in the dominion of the words you speak from your mouth. My first point today, your tongue is a weapon. You better get this. Your tongue is a weapon. Your words are a weapon. Your speech is a weapon. The words that come out of your mouth have the power to produce death or life. Because you've already done it. Because with your tongue, you've comforted people. When they're sad going through, oh, oh I feel sorry. Oh, oh, God bless you on your loss. Oh, oh, oh you have my, you, you've, you've comforted people. You've encouraged people. But with your tongue, you've also killed some people. And you might be saying, well, pastor, ain't nobody ever died. I ain't nobody ever died falling in, in front of me dead. What do you mean I've killed people? Yes, because see, with, with your tongue, you have killed destinies. You have killed self-esteem in people. You have killed confidence in people. You have killed hope in people. You have killed future in people. You have killed people with your tongue. 
been happy about something? And you tell somebody, and the way they respond kills your joy? You kill them. You kill their joy. Oh, you don't get, you, come on, be real today. You told them something exciting and happy, and, and here it is. They responded with, well, yeah, okay, well, I don't, yeah, well, let's go, you know. And they just totally ignored you. And what did it do? It took something from you. What happened? They released death to your joy. You've killed people. Some parents have spoken words over their children. You won't amount to nothing. You're, you're a nobody. You'll never be anything. You're just like so-and-so. You're just like your grandpa, grandfather. You're just like your daddy. You're just like your mama who was nothing. You're just like them. You curse and kill a child's future. Some marriages have been destroyed by words. Y'all hear me today? Death and life is in the power of your tongue. Say it with me. Death and life is in the power of my tongue. show you more scripture but you need to get that you need to understand that because we need to ask God to forgive us for killing some people you talking about the murders out there with the guns and, and everything there's been more murders with our tongue than there's been murdered with the t than with guns We don't, we don't talk about this. We, we don't want to hear this. And the Holy Ghost said, Lorraine, get this in your spirit. You have a thought. You got to talk about this. Lorraine, watch what you say. Because death in life is in your tongue. Even when people get you upset, be careful what you say. I must show you how a nation cursed themselves in, in, in the coming weeks when Israel back in the Old Testament, when, when they got mad with Moses in the, in the wilderness and they said to him, why did you leave us in Egypt? We would rather have stayed in the wilderness. What happened? Most of them died in the wilderness because they cursed themselves with their You think you can just say whatever you want to say and nothing happens. Words matter. Let me show you this. Let me, let me keep going. Second thing I want to give you. Let's go to Psalms 19, 14. Psalms 19 and 14. For some of you, you, you've heard these verses before. There's nothing new. It says, let the words of my mouth. Look at this. 
and the meditation, meaning the murmurings of my heart, be acceptable or pleasing in your sight, O Lord, my strength and my redeemer. Why are we going to talk about the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart being acceptable? Because what I'm about to show you that words reveal who you are. Because words emanate from the heart. You stay around a person long enough, you know who they are just by listening to them. You can tell a person's character. You can tell, oh, they're, have you ever been around somebody and just said, oh, man, they're a negative person. And then you go around somebody else, man, they're so positive. Why? Because they're words. And you just didn't hear them say it once, but that's what they were like. You can tell a person that uh, uh, their words talk faith, their words talk fear. Take it down the scripture. This, this staying all in this. Let, let's, let's go deeper with this heart thing. Let's go deeper with this heart. Let's go on to Matthew chapter 12, verse 33. Matthew 12, 33. Either make the tree good and its fruit good, or else make the tree bad and its fruit bad. For look at this. A tree is known by its fruit. You know an apple tree because it produces apples. If an orange came from the apple tree, you say something's wrong. Because that's supposed to produce apples. Because you know it's an apple tree because the rest of it are, are, on those branches are apples. Don't go deep. I know we're going deep, but don't go too deep that you miss what God is saying. Look what he says. This is Jesus talking. Brood of vipers. He's calling the religious people. He's calling religious people. People that didn't have a relationship with God in some sense. They just wanted to enact the law. He says, you brood of vipers. How can you being evil speak good things? If you're evil, nothing good can come out of you. Oh, y'all not hearing me. Because why? He, 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 he explains it. Because out of the abundance of your heart, your mouth speaks. So if my heart is evil, I'm going to speak evil. Oh, y'all better hear this today. If, 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 you, if, you, if your heart is good, you're going to speak good things. That's why verse 35 says, a good man, a good woman, out of the good treasures of their heart, brings forth good things. And an evil man or woman, out of the treasures of their heart, brings forth evil things. Death and life are in the power of the tongue. But I'm here to tell you something. You got to clean up your heart. Because from your heart, your words come from your heart. You 
in your heart. If you talk nasty and negative, that's coming from your heart. There's something going on in your heart. Words reveal who you are. And if words reveal who you are, it's revealing what's in your heart. I don't have to have an x-ray to see your heart. All I got to do is listen to your words. Because Jesus said, here, look, an evil person. Look, it, it, how can you being evil speak good things? If you're evil, it's going to come out. We try to change people in all these different ways. And the Lord says, tell them get a heart transplant. Look at verse 36. Jesus goes on to say, okay. He says, okay, you got that part. Let me tell you this. But I say to you that for every idle word, that word idle means non-functioning. It's not operating. Word that men or women may speak, you're going to give account of it in the day of judgment. Every word that we spoke, we're going to give an account for. Y'all hear me? Every, somebody say every. Y'all don't want to hear that. Somebody say every. every. What does every mean? All. It means everything. It means all words. When you're upset, when you're sad, when you're happy, when you're glad, when you're joyful, when you were high, when you wasn't high, every word. Pastor, did you say hi? Yeah, I said hi. Because some of you say, well, I had no control. No, every word. Didn't give no stipulations. Didn't say, well, well, I was angry, so I'm excused. Well, well you know, they ticked me off, so I had a right because I was angry. They, they did this to me. Every word. Every word. Verse 37 says, for by your words, you're going to be justified. And by your words, you're going to be condemned. Let me say this. And don't blame the church. You ain't going to be able to blame the church. Because the Lord said, you still have the power to either say it or shut up. Every word you say. Stop blaming mommy and daddy. Well, they didn't do right to me. They, every word you say. Can I read this? Let me read verse 34 to 37 in the Message Bible. Jesus says, let me tell you something. Every one of these careless words is going to come back to haunt you. Because we just, you know what, we get careless with our words. 
We get careless because when you get careless, it's usually because you become familiar. You become familiar, you become comfortable with that person. You become, oh, I can say whatever I want. Oh, I feel comfortable with you. You know, and you ever heard somebody say, oh, I feel comfortable with you. I could just, I could just spill my guts. That's a good and a bad thing. Y'all, y'all need to hear this. It says in the message, every one of these careless words is going to come back to haunt you. Because there will be a time of reckoning. Words are powerful. Take them seriously. Words can be your salvation and words can also be your damnation. That's why to get saved, give your life. All you got to do is confess with your mouth and believe in your says thou shalt be saved we make it difficult the word says all you got to do because see when you confess it's coming from your heart because you what if you believe that's why you can sit right in your seat lord i confess right now i believe that jesus died for my sins and rose again be saved we make it difficult we make people jump through hoops when the word just says confess and believe. Because the Lord is trying to say, look, words are powerful. Words matter. So it's going to take words for you to come to me. Words matter. Are y'all getting this? I'm taking you somewhere. Now I want you to go over to James. James chapter 3. Chap let's, James chapter 3. Let's go from verse 1. This scripture. The Holy Spirit gave me some revelation and rocked me with this scripture. My brothers, my sisters. Let not many of you become teachers. Knowing that we shall receive the stricter judgment. See, we read something we don't, what, let not many, what, what, let not many of you become teachers. Why? Because when you're teaching a teacher, you're talking. You're releasing words. Teachers are going to receive the stricter judgment from the Lord. Teachers, preachers, we go, because words. By living is through words. Oh, yeah. Many of you are teachers. It says, let not many of you become, because you're going, knowing that we shall receive a stricter judgment. We're going to be judged harsher. And that, you know what I'm going to say too? That even includes all of us. Because the Bible says in the multitude of counselors, there's safety. How many times have people come to you for counseling? Raise your hand. Has anybody ever come to you for advice? Counseling? Don't lie. Raise your hand. Be honest. You was being a teacher. And God's going to judge you 
for what you responded. <laughs> this, will, this, will, this will caution us how we, how we just carelessly give people advice. Carelessly say things, well, you ought to do this. If I were you, if I were you, I'd do this. If I were you, you, you better shut your mouth. You better shut your mouth. You better, uh-uh, because you, every word you're going to get judged. <laughs> I tell you, the Holy Ghost hit me. Verse 2. This is my verse 2. Look, look. For we all stumble in many things. That means we all trip, we all offend, we all err, we all sin in many things. If anyone does not stumble in word, does not stumble in their speech, does not stumble in what they say, he or she is a perfect man, able also to bridle the whole body. Let me break that down for you. If anyone does, it's basically saying, we all going to trip up at times. Hello? Hello? We all offend somebody at times. Hello? We all have, the Bible says, we all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. Right? But this says, if anyone does not stumble in words, in what they speak, right? That person is perfect. Doesn't mean they don't make mistakes. When you look it up in, in the word in the Greek, what it means, perfect means complete, means full of age, basically means mature. Y'all hear me? So, and then if you're mature, you're able also then to curb or control your whole body. Let me break it down some more, what this is saying. When you can control your tongue, you are mature enough to control your body. The word right there. When you are mature enough, well, or when you can control your tongue, you're mature. You're complete. You're a full age to control your body. Remember, where the words come from? We say a lot of things to put our body in motion. Ladies, ladies, can I talk to you for a moment? You ever had a young man, a dude rap to you? Rap is old. That's old. They don't say rap no more. Oh, they'll say rap. what they say? Holla? Did you say holla? Oh, see, I don't want to use, I don't know if I want to use holla. Help us, Holy Ghost. You ever had somebody holla? You mean like holla? It's, it's a slang. Oh, it's game. Approach. Oh, thank you, Stephanie. She's like, Pastor, just say approach. <laughs> Had a man just come up and approach you and talk stuff to you. 
come on, come on, come on, come on. And he's, and he, and, and see, his tongue is talking, and, but his body is saying stuff. Come on, ladies, come on, ladies, come on, ladies, come on, ladies. And they talk stuff to you. Ladies all being all shy and quiet there. They what? Even when they married, they still come. Oh, help us. Deacon Cheryl, let me cover you with the blood of Jesus right now. <laughs> Pastor Carlos? <laughs> they still talking to Deacon Cheryl. Deacon Cheryl, you, you, you need to say some words. And, and... But they talk stuff. Right? Because that's how they got you in the first place. K-Ron? He's like, don't, don't call me on pastor. Don't talk to me, pastor. I'll call my name. Tabitha, man, he talked, he talked to you, right? And, and see, that's, that's how things happen. But when, when you can control your tongue, you can control the rest of your body. You can tell, I can tell when, somebody, when somebody's body's out of control, that means their tongue's out of control, that means their heart's out of control. Because it all stems from your So if your tongue's out of control, your body's out of control. Ah. Somebody ought to say amen. I said, Pastor, that's good preaching. Because you better get this because, see, we don't talk about this. And many of us can't control our body because we can't control our tongue. And we can't control our tongue because we've not guarded our heart. Get your heart under control, then we'll get your mouth under control, and it'll get your body under control. That's why the Bible says in, in Proverbs, guard your heart, because out of your heart flow the very issues of life. From your heart. Y'all hear me today? I heard that song. God's calling us deeper. And I said, Lord, this is a confirmation in my spirit. You want to go deep in us because you're saying, I want to go deep in your hearts. I want to check your hearts. I want to get your hearts right. Because, look, some of you are just saying stuff. You are cursing people. Some of you are just releasing death. And you're not saying, and idle words are coming out. Some of you are hindering your future. Some of you are hindering your destiny because of your words. Let's go a little further with this James 3. Verse 3. Let me hurry up here. Indeed, we put bits in a horse's mouth that they may obey us. And you can turn, you can turn that, you can control a horse. You know how that bit goes in their mouth? And then, it, you know, they got the reins. So you can tell that horse to giddy up, giddy up. And all you got to do without even saying something, they can, you have a horseback riding, you can direct that horse which way to go just by the, 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 the controlling the reins which come from the bit that's in the mouth. Right. 
Because we control the mouth. You can control the mouth of a horse. Tame its whole body. Oh, I hope somebody's hearing this. It says verse 4, look also at ships. Although they are so large and are driven by fierce winds, they are turned by a very small rudder. Wherever the pilot desires. Verse 5, even so the tongue is a little member and boasts great things. See how great a force a little fire kindles. That little old thing in your mouth can stir up a fire. Verse 6, and the tongue is a fire, a world of iniquity. Your tongue is a world of sin. The tongue is so set among our members that it defiles the whole body. You imagine, I, I don't want to stick it out, but that little old thing defiles, can defile my whole body. And it sets on fire the course of nature. Or it sets on fire the course of a generation. And it is set on fire by hell. Huh? By hell? Yeah. Because your words are either coming from hell or heaven. So you better check when you speak. Did that come from hell or heaven? You're like, what? What? Peter said to Jesus, Jesus, you're not going to go. We're not, I'm not going to let you go there. Jesus turned around, get behind me, Satan. Because he recognized your words are coming from hell. And Peter was a disciple. But he was influenced. Many of us are influenced by hell. Hell influences you. Just cuss. Just go on and cuss. Cuss everybody out. How, how many of us got some cussing issues? Oh, nobody want to raise their hands. I got a few people. See, I got some honest ones. Come on. Got some cussing issues. Like, like, oh, Pastor, like, oh, let, stop lying. You know it. Yes, Only on the road, ho, you devil is a liar. <laughs> <laughs> Only in my car when, when nobody else is hearing me. Uh, that's, that's why some of you don't want to raise your hand. Oh, I'm not going to raise my hand because I got a title in front of my name. The devil is a liar this morning. And see, the thing about it is, some of you don't even have to use a cuss word to cuss. And that's why some of you didn't realize, I didn't cuss. I didn't use no cuss words. Yeah, but you still cuss somebody else. Your words still were influenced by hell. said it and I stand on it just cause oh, well, I didn't cuss I didn't use no four letter word yeah but you cuss oh man did you ooh. 
You told somebody off and didn't need to use no four-letter word. Oh, my. By the time you finished, people were like, okay, well. Are y'all hearing me today? I know I'm taking a little time with this, but just give me a, little more, give me a few more minutes. Set on fire by. I looked at this, I'm like, what? My, my, my tongue is set on fire by hell, what? It didn't say I'm in hell, but my tongue set on fire by hell. This is James writing to a church, writing to believers. Not writing to sinners. Not writing to people in the street. Writing to people that come to church Sunday after Sunday, that lift their hands, praise the Lord. Look, your tongue is out of control. Look at verse 7. For every kind of beast and bird reptile and creature of the sea is tamed and has been tamed by humanity. Look at that. Every beast, elephants have been tamed. Lions and tigers. You go, you go to a circus. And they tame them lions that are wild in, 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 in. you go to uh, the wilderness and, and you got wild lions and tigers, but yet you can go to uh, uh, a circus and see them tamed. Even whales and, and what's that movie, Jaws? That was a whale? Shark. Thank you. You can see how long ago that was. They tame, you go, go to SeaWorld. And they tame them dolphins, them whales. They Look at the next verse. Go to verse 8. Let me hurry up here. But no man can tame the tongue. We can tame every creature under the sun, but the, this little old can't be tamed. It is an unruly evil full of deadly poison. Your tongue is poisonous. See, and, 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 and some of you do slow poison. <laughs> What you mean slow poison, Pastor? You just do a little drop here. And then you come back a week later and do another drop. You just doing that slow poison. But you still poisoning nonetheless. I'm going somewhere. I'm, I'm going. I'm taking you. With this same tongue, verse 9. With it we bless God, our Father. Deep calls to deep. And by the time we leave the church, we're done cursing people. Who have been made in the similitude of God. Out of the same mouth proceed blessings and cursing. And he says here, my brothers, my sisters, these things ought not to be. Blessing and cursing ought not to come from the same mouth. Does a spring send forth fresh water and bitter from the same opening? Can 
make thine bed figs. So therefore, what the writer is trying to say, blessing and cursing ought not come from the same mouth. Jesus says if you're evil, then you're going to produce evil. You can't do both. Deep calleth to deep. If you're going to praise God and bless God, then you can't curse. Out of that same mouth, God is saying, you're blessing me. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. And then 30 seconds, not even maybe 30 seconds for some of us. Two minutes, not 30 seconds, 10 seconds later, poosh. The Lord said, wait, what's going on here? There's a disconnect. Something is disjointed going on. You just spoke death to something. What's going You just, wait, you were just praising me. And then you turned around. Hallelujah. Thank you. Well, thank you, Jesus. And that's how many of us look to God. Hallelujah. 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 God's like, look, 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 look. I'm not the author of confusion. A double-minded person is unstable. Y'all hearing this? Can I tell you something right now? Can I tell you the secret? You, want, you ready for the secret? You ready for a secret? It's a good secret. Every one of you is accountable to this word. You can act like, I don't like Pastor Rain. I don't want to hear this word. This is the first Sunday of the year. I don't want to hear this word. You can act like you closing your ears. You can act like you falling asleep on me. Fall asleep all you want. Because when you stand before God, you God's going to say, do you remember January 5th, 2020? Pastor Lorraine released the word about words matter. And you decided, I don't need to hear that. I don't want to hear that. I've done. I've done. I've closed my ears to it. I don't need because I've been hurt by words. And who? The Lord says that, that, that gives you no excuse. give you one scripture, one more scripture, then I'm done. Y'all ready for this last scripture? Yes. Are y'all hearing me today? Yes. I'm trying to show you the importance of our words. Go to Daniel chapter 10. Daniel chapter 10. Let me see if I can read a little bit more of it here. I think I only told you verse 12. Daniel chapter 10. Take some time and go back and read uh, the whole chapter to get context also in what I'm talking about. In verse number 2 of Daniel 10, I know I didn't give you all that. I know verse 12 up there, but verse 2 says, In those days I, Daniel, was mourning three full weeks. It means he was fasting. I ate no pleasant food, no meat or wine came into my mouth. 
nor did I anoint myself at all till three whole weeks were fulfilled. Y'all get that? And then on verse 7 it says, And I, Daniel, alone saw the vision. For the men who were with me did not see the vision, but a great terror fell upon them, so that they fled to hide themselves. Verse 8, Therefore I was left alone when I saw the great, this great vision, and no strength remained in me. For my vigor was turned to frailty in me, and I retained no strength. Verse 9, Yet I heard the sound of his words. And while I heard the sound of his words, I was in a deep sleep on my face, with my face to the ground. Suddenly a hand touched me, verse 10, which made me tremble on my knees and on the palms of my hands. And he said to me, oh, Daniel, man greatly beloved, understand the words that I speak to you. This is an angel sent from God speaking to Daniel. Daniel, I need you to understand the words that I'm speaking to you and stand upright. For I've now been sent to you. While he was speaking this word to me, I stood trembling. Then he said to me, do not fear, Daniel. For from the first day that you set your heart to understand. Understand what? Understand what was happening in God's kingdom. And to humble yourself before your God. Your words were heard. And I have come because of your words. I've come. This is an angel sent from God. I've come, Daniel, because of your words. But the next verse, 13, says, But the prince of the kingdom of Persia, meaning the enemy, the devil, withstood me 21 days from the day you started to fast. The enemy resisted me coming. And behold, Michael, one of the chief princes, another angel came to help me. For I had been left alone there with the king of Persia. Let me break this down for you. Words release heaven to move or respond on your behalf. Did y'all hear that? Words release heaven to respond on your behalf. Y'all should shout right there. But see, if you would understand this, because see, I know this is not a shouting message for the first message of the year, but I need us to get this so we can shout the rest of the year. Because if we start talking differently, if God starts cleaning up our hearts and we start talking differently, we're going to see miracles. We're going to see deliverances. You're going to see things happen in your life because your words are going to change. Your words are going to agree with what God is saying. Go back to verse 12, please. Daniel 10 and 12. The angel says, Daniel, we heard, God heard your words. Can I say something to you? God heard your words. But what happens is, because you didn't get an answer, 
we sometimes then talk the blessing away. Your prayer was heard. But pastor, I didn't get the answer. The prince of Persia also heard your prayer. Is somebody hearing me today? The enemy hears your prayers. I said heaven responds to your prayers, to your words. The, the enemy doesn't want you to get a response from heaven. Why would the enemy want you to have to have God answer your prayer because then you believe God more. Then you'll be unstoppable. Then you'll be like, oh no, devil get behind me. No, I reckon, oh no, no. Man, God, no man. God's heard my prayer. God hears my words. I recognize my authority. I recognize my power. I recognize that what I say creates things. Recognize what's going on here. Nobody gonna be able to mess with you. You think the devil wanted Daniel to get understanding of what was going on? But heaven. God is saying, but it's your words that I respond to. So if you're cursing, I can't respond to that. If you're talking in, 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 in fear, in lack of faith, I can't respond to that. Zacharias, you're going to have a baby. I just preached this two weeks ago, right? You're going to have a baby. How am I going to have a baby? I'm old. My wife is well old. She can't have no baby. Zacharias, the angel says, because you didn't, I'm, I'm sent from God. Because you didn't believe the words that I'm speaking to you from God. Because of your prayer, I'm going to shut your mouth. Because if I don't shut your mouth, you're going to stop God from what he needs to do. And many of us, God says, I heard your prayer. But then your mouth kept talking. And you talked away the blessing. God is saying to some of you, shut up. Stop talking away your blessing. Get on the same page. Speak what I'm speaking. Stand in faith. But God, I haven't seen nothing yet. God, it hasn't happened yet. But your words, you didn't realize the power in your words. That's why I know the angel had to shut Zacharias' mouth. Because he would have came out of there saying, I don't know. I just had a vision. Some angel came and told me I'm going to have some baby. And baby, it says you're going to have a baby too. But I don't believe that. 
then it would have negated what heaven was declaring. Do you all hear me today? Heaven is saying, you're blessed. Well, then if you're blessed, you ought to be saying, I heard like five people say it because you don't believe it. Heaven says you're blessed. So what should you be saying? Every morning, do you say you're blessed? Don't, don't lie, don't lie, don't lie, don't lie, don't lie. Every morning, whether you wake up on the right side, wrong side of bed, do you get up and say, I'm blessed this morning? Because heaven says I'm blessed. So my words have got to agree with heaven. So therefore, heaven will be released on my behalf. The word says I'm blessed. The word says I'm the head, not the tail. The word says I'm above, not beneath. The word says I'm blessed in my coming and my going. The word says I'm blessed in the field, in the street, in the city, in the hood. I'm blessed everywhere. I'm blessed even though my boss it doesn't always act like that, but I'm blessed. I'm blessed whether I got two dimes to rub together. I'm blessed. I'm blessed whether chaos is, is ruling right now, just going crazy in my house. I'm blessed. I'm blessed whether sickness is in my body. I'm Heaven responds to your words. Are you giving heaven anything to work with? What have you, this is 2020, a brand new start, the Lord is saying. You have a new start to give heaven something to work with. Lord, the child is just acting up. Child has just gone crazy. Child just gone loose. Well, the Lord says, well, well, what you want me to respond to? What you want me to respond to? Your child gone loose? Your child gone crazy? Child gone mad? What, you, what, what are you telling me? You just keep, you just keep perpetuating it. All right. Speak it. Say, okay, Lord, my child is this way right now. But I call those things which be not as though they are. It might take 20 years, but I call my child whole. I call my child healed. I call my child home. I'm going to be like that prodigal son's father. And I'm going to wait every day. I'm going to look every day. I'm going to speak love every day. I'm going to speak blessing every day. I'm going to speak it no matter what. I'm not, no, I'm not going to give in. I'm not going to give in because I'm going to give heaven something to work with in 2020. My marriage is a little bit, but God, I'm going to give heaven. No, no, God, you put us together. You put us together, God. God, I'm single, and I'm going to be single, satisfied, and happy. I'm not going to be, Papa, oh, you, you this age, so you old maid. The devil is a lie, and nobody's old maid. I rebuke that and send it back to you. Stop letting people put you in these boxes. Oh, you 40 and you go, you an old maid. You, you, you never bride. You're not gonna be a bride. You, you 50 and you, you, you ain't got no child and you all the devil is a liar. I'm fruitful. 
much fruit. I give birth all the time. Give heaven something to work with in 2020. Lord said, Lorraine, respond differently now when people say, you always busy. Because you can be busy, and, but didn't do nothing. Didn't accomplish nothing. Didn't produce nothing. My new terminology is I'm fruitful. I produce. Pastor, you're busy. No, I'm not busy. I'm fruitful. There's a difference between being busy and fruitful. You better be fruitful in 2020. God has said, I want you to produce in 2020. This is a season of harvest. God, my harvest is coming. My harvest is right. I'm waiting for the harvest to come on in here. My harvest is, I'm ready, God. I'm ready for the harvest. Get myself ready to harvest. Oh, God. Harvest, harvest time. I'm fruitful. I'm productive. Words. Release heaven to respond on your behalf. Words release heaven. What are you saying? I'm going to marry a saved man. I'm going to marry a saved woman. What are you saying? Oh, y'all were quiet on that one. But you got to say it. And you got to believe it. But pastor, there's a lack of men in the church. And uh, my Bible tells me God came down and blew into the dust of the ground and created a man. So if he's got to come down, blow into the dust of the ground, he's going to create a man for me. to give heaven something to work with. But see, you don't believe it. So I'm not going to, no, I'm not settling. I don't settle. I'm around church folks a lot. It stirred up my spirit so much. I think I shared with some of the young adults, and, and I went somewhere to a church denominational event. Holy Ghost, help me. Don't take this part. <laughs> and I was like, did you stop the tape? I didn't see your hands move. They should have been here. They would have heard it. I know, Julie. I know. It's like, what? They, they, and people are like, what? I'm sorry. We'll come back on in 30 seconds. I went to a denominational event. I'm going to tell the truth. And had this pastor's wife come over to me. Pastor, are you still single? 
was like, good, good morning to you too. <laughs> and I said, yeah, write them a message. We'll be back on 20 seconds. <laughs> I said, uh, yes, I am. Well, pastor, there's Deacon so-and-so who's here. His wife just died about a year ago. This is no lie, no lie, no lie, no lie. And he's looking for a wife. And Pastor Ray, you're looking good. I think you'd be right for him. Are you? I said. No, 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 no lie, no lie. Now, I think I'm still pretty young. You're going to bring some old. I told you stop the tape. I was like, he had to be 65 going on 70. I was like, he probably, he probably just looked old. And I was like, and I said, I said, uh, not today. I said, I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. I'm real good. I'm so good. You wouldn't believe how good I am. And because I'm so good, I don't just take whatever walks down in a pair of pants. I'm so good. I know who I am. I know I'm God's child and God favors me. I, I know, I know, I know. That's why I have to apologize to single folks. We have done you wrong. Even when I was, I was only in for convention a day in July. And I was like, Lord, I'm stopping going. I'm just, I, I, let me not say those words because <laughs> let me not influence nobody. I was like, is that all people going to say to me? This, that wasn't a, the time before was a woman. This time was a man. Pastor Ren, I don't see no ring on your finger. I said, I got one right here. And I gave it to myself. But, but, but Pastor Ren, you, 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 you know, and then they started, so, you know, then, then he started, you don't want to be married? I said, Then they think because you're single and you're from Massachusetts, they don't know which way you're flowing it. I told you to turn the tape off because I'm going to be real this year. Because you all sitting up in here thinking that I'm all woman. I'm God's woman. And everybody else, that's because we're single. Oh, oh, Pastor Cutter here. The devil is a lie. I rebuke it. People can't be natural. People can't do it because no, because you think it, no, because you what? Because you, your tongue is coming from hell. You've been influenced. Y'all not ready for me now, huh? 
That's why when there are men and women, they, they, well, Pastor, I, I can't find nobody in the church. I can't, I can't, I can't. See, look, look, look. See, y'all don't know what I go through with church folks. Church folks. It'll make you go out there and find somebody. Just, I've been so tempted. Let me just go bring somebody up in here. Have, then, then, oh no, your tongues would wag more. You, you know who he is, huh? Wonder where Pastor found him at. I'm being real. Keep that tape off. I just went to a funeral. We went to Pastor Collins' wife's funeral. Had somebody come to me at a funeral. And I know, see, you ain't got to tell me I'm looking good. I know I'm looking good. See, y'all can't handle being real. So I had some older woman come up to me. Pastor Ray, oh my God, you're looking good. Thank you. But then the words, the next words, I said, you just stopped it. I just want to say, just stop right there. Just stop right there. Just, just, just. You was good just with Pastor Ray, you're looking good. But then it must be, then it was, well, I can't wait till I get an invitation. And I said, invitation to what? What's your invitation to what? What you waiting for? Well, I know there must be a somebody on the side. So you mean I'm only looking good for somebody on the side? The devil is a liar. You better learn how to look good for you and your God first. I'm looking good for me. I'm looking good for God. Because I'm all this and a bag of chips. So you better look good for yourself. Look good for yourself. You gotta have, oh, that's why you that's why you looking good because you got a man up. So basically, you telling me you don't care who the man is. So I'm looking good for any old man. That's that's all that matters. I'm giving it to them and some of us in this house. Because that's how we think and that's how we talk. Tell somebody you're unfulfilled until you have somebody else. But wait, wait, wait. Paul said, Paul said that those that were single, you even better off because you can serve God with all your heart. You give God your best. I'm single. I can give God my best. Because I'm single, I can get up and fly to Hawaii tomorrow. if you were married, but I'm blessed because I'm single too. Alright, you can roll the tape now. 
What's wrong, Julie? What's wrong? I'll pray for them. I'll, I'll, you want me to pray for them? Give heaven in 2020, this next decade, something to work with out of your mouth. Y'all hear this word today? I'm going to be preaching about words matter, words matter, words matter for the rest of this month. Come on, stand. Let's go. Oh, we got communion. Ooh, I forgot. We'll do it a little differently. We'll do it differently. Ah, just Holy Ghost. Welcome back if you missed us for a little bit. We were off the air taking care of some house business. I hope you stay tuned. If you left us, I'm sorry. Come back next week. <laughs> Write to them and tell them, come back next week, Jonathan. We'll be back on next week. I know Julie just had a conniption back there. <laughs> That's all right, Julie. It's all good. They'll just think either it was technical difficulties or something. <laughs> they don't know what's going on. It's like, see, you, you, it's, it's a wonderful thing. My mom watches this every Sunday. So last Sunday, I guess y'all didn't tape last Sunday. I was sick last week. And she goes, Lorraine, I said, Ma, I wasn't there. I was sick. You wasn't in church. I said, no, Ma, I was sick. I was home sick. I, I wasn't in church either. I, didn't, I went looking too. And when I didn't see y'all, I said, okay, cool. Let me go back to my bed go sleep. <laughs> I was like, fine, I need to sleep anyways. I need to sleep. And, 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 but but, but they'll, they'll be good. They'll be good. You need to, sh you need to go on. Where, where is this on Facebook or whoever? Y'all need to share this word today. Don't hold it to yourselves. Tell folks, y'all need to hear the word my pastor preached today. Because words matter. You've been saying some stuff about your life. You've been saying stuff and just thinking you just, it's just not, it's, it's going to come back to haunt you. Don't let these words come back to haunt you. Stop letting people put you in a box. This is the year to break out of that box. This is the year God is calling us deep onto deep. Single folks, we're going to be flourishing in 2020. It was already confirmed by three people. We're going we're gonna to launch, if nothing else. They've launched their marriage ministry. We're going to launch a singles ministry in 2020. And it's not going to be some old folks sitting around just boohooing. We ain't got nobody to take us out to eat. I'm going to teach you all how to take yourselves to eat. I'm going to teach women and men that you are single. I'm going to teach you how you get yourself to Hawaii. I've taken myself to Hawaii by myself. I've gone places by myself, around the world, by myself. Because why? My husband is God. You better know your word. You better know your word. I'm going to teach y'all, I'm going to teach y'all. 2020, words matter. Let me pray for you right now. Father, thank you for your word today. The entrance of your word gives us life and light. And so, Lord, we just thank you because death and life is in the power of our tongue. And so, Lord, we pray today, let the words of our mouth and the meditation of our heart truly be acceptable in your sight. For Lord, you are our strength and you are the, our redeemer. You redeemed us from destruction, God. You redeemed us from hell so we can't speak like hell. 
Because you redeemed us from hell. And so God, we pray right now, creating us a clean heart. Mm. And renew a right spirit within us. <coughs> Father, right now, forgive us of every sin. Repeat after me, Lord, I come to you today. I ask that you forgive me and cleanse me from every sin. Father, forgive me for every wrong word that has come out of my mouth. Every word that has not been pleasing in your sight. Have mercy. I understand as of today the power in my words. So from this day forward I'm going to give heaven something to work with. So that's why Lord Give me a new heart. So I can speak the right things. In this year. Because my destiny. And my future. Depends on it. In Jesus name. Somebody give him a praise. Thank you for listening to this week's episode of Kingdom Empowerment Center's Empowerment Podcast. For more information, go to www.kecmass.org or follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at KECMass.